Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Thick and Skin Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Jensen. And I'm Megan Patterson. And it's episode number 27. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Sorry. I've just had a whirlwind of a day. It's like whenever I have to do five things in a row, I'm exhausted. You are an uh, introverted extrovert, so when you have to be on camera, on film, on recording all day, we've been recording all day. We have just, it's just been a day of production, like, yeah, it's just been, like, Jermaine, my girl Jermaine said it best, like, it is possible to be an introverted extrovert, and that's what I am, so I get really exhausted, like, I gotta go home and curl up in a ball and just recharge and burn some extra sage, it smells like sage here, actually, in the office, like, did somebody smudge the office? Yeah, I had to discharge someone this week. Oh, shit. If Yo, you- do you guys know what that means? Aaron had to chop a client. Remember that how to dump a client or a toxic friend episode? Mm-hmm. Aaron had to do that. Real life experiences. So t- spill the tea. What's up? Well, are, what are their I names? I can't tell all the t- No, I can't go there. <laughs> I'm about Good to try. look them up on Instagram. Good try. Good try. <laughs> no, um, it, discharging a patient is few and far between, but we had some like atrocious energy in this office, and I don't play that way. Mm-mm. I am very I'm, I'm protective. I'm energy. Of my um, uh, people here. Yep. Um, I will kind of like say this. I had a situation where somebody told me um, in customer service, like the customer is always right. No, and it's not. It, exactly. Like 100% bullshit. Like if you're going to come in and you're going to abuse my staff, you're going to disrespect us by showing up obscenely late to your appointments, making people feel horrible about themselves. Questioning. I mean, it's one thing to question like why, if you're like, why do you um, use the bigger needle than the smaller needle? That's a fair question. Exactly. But it's like, you know, no, 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 no. You need to put the needle right here. Uh-uh. That's not how the girl at, at, at two for one does it. <laughs> two, two for, for one, one what? Two for one lip jobs. You know that place down in, no? Yeah. She does it like this. She does it differently. She actually doesn't even use a needle. She uses a hyaluronic pen. <laughs> You know how we feel about that. Does anybody remember that episode? Oh, my God. Girl, I I mean, if anybody makes my employees cry, I mm -hmm. will fucking cut a bitch. Yeah, Like, I will meet you behind the alley. I actually won't, so you guys don't worry. But like that's You'll how yell defensive. for you from afar, like in a car, like, what up, bitch, no, as you're I'll driving like, off? No, I'll hold, hold me back. And this is why I'm not the CEO or founder. Aaron is. She's the legitimate legal one. I'm the hood rat who grew up in South Ontario ready to knock some heads if you mess with mm-hmm. any of my girls. My employees are amazing. They are kind. They are helpful. They will do anything. But then when you start to make them cry or feel like shit, then it's over. Mm-hmm. That is no, I'm done. And I didn't do the discharge because I'm too hot. I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. I'll dig my horns in. Aaron did the discharge. So how did I it go? Did. It went, it, you can't, like, what's... What's the term? You you can't reason with people sometimes. You know, usually I can get a good discharge, but this one was just like fiery in all the wrong ways. It was messy. You were all fired up afterwards, huh? You wanted to um go into the ring. Ding, ding. Yes. <laughs> Hit on that little fake body, you know, a body bag, a punch bag. Oh, gosh. But no, I just, I don't, it's just, you have to have a relationship. Like I heard an injector one time say like, I have to like you to treat you. 
Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, we got to like each other. I'm like, know? do I like all the guys I have sex with? <laughs> mm. No. I mean, that was old Megan. <laughs> That's my bottom That's line. That's not now. COVID? If That's I had, not no, COVID. No, no, no. Uh, I haven't touched status? anything. No, 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 no. I need a full blood panel to touch you in covid are you kidding me hell no Do you have your swab test and then let's go for it yeah um no but uh, so. i just like you have I, it totally makes sense like like i was talking with jermaine on our previous episodes like we're both empaths we're like energies throw me off mm-hmm. and like i'm grateful i'm not an injector because i'm so sensitive i might walk into an exam room and be like oh god no and walk out and they'll be like what just happened and i'll be like sorry my ancestors are telling me that this is not a good fit well that was a lesson learned like um, catching vibes from the start is so important going with your gut. So, mm-hmm. um, this relationship shouldn't have gotten as far as it did. So, um, you know, just in our office, like we know we got to de- develop a relationship with you and you, ha- if you have bad vibes and our gut is telling us no, it's just more reinforcement to say no. Yeah. Cause I, especially with COVID, like I want to be in a positive space. I'm all about good energy right now. There's mm-hmm. enough shit going on in this world. I don't need anyone else's nastiness to invest me yeah their projection for sure well so we sage the shit out of both of our offices and we are good to go let's get back on topic also my candle baroness my candle queen amy she made me a three wick megan candle uh which is the newest candle we have to the line that was named after me the megan and it has palo santo palo santo literally means holy stick that's also good for cleansing so we'll make sure to burn make sure to burn the megan candle in this space as well to keep Yes. So when, when you come in and see us, it's going to be clean and fresh. Thank you. For Sam. sure. So we're not going to just talk about discharging clients. We already did that, you guys. We're going to talk about something that's um, pretty relevant, especially right now during these hot summer months. Episode 27 is all about acne that isn't on your face. Mm-hmm. It's more common than you think. Bacne, booty acne, uh, chichi acne, Yep. and you mask get, Did you know you get nipple acne? Like on your areola? Hold up. Give me a sec. I'm just checking my nipples. Nope. Just looking like silver dollars. They're good. (laughs) (laughs) Or should I say tea saucers? (laughs) As if I'd have silver dollar nipples. You know I got big nipples. (laughs) No, they're clear. They're clean. They got no pimples on my nipples. But if... (laughs) Wait. If you have a pimple on your nipple, it's okay. And we're going to teach you how to fix if it. If you got a pimple on your nipple, it's okay. If you got a pimple on your nipple, it's okay. A, A. I love that. Okay, so I just learned something that you get zits on your nips. You can get, you know, acne anywhere you have hair, hair bearing areas, pretty much anywhere can form some type of pimple yeah. in that area. And we'll go over more so what a pimple is. Yeah, too. so I brought the um, the the director of zits, Aaron Jensen, on to talk about like the, the you know, like the science behind pimples. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I think that a lot of people, you know, it's it's kind of, it's annoying to have like, acne on different parts of your body because you're not looking at it all the time so i mean you're married but it's like if i'm not paying attention to my butt and i have a big pimple on it and i'm about to go to the beach or get naked in front of a dude i'm like oh shit no one's gonna pop it for you no no one's gonna pop it. i'll pop your pimple your butt pimple for you that's love i appreciate you thank you um but more i'm just saying like damn you're not looking at your ass all the time so um, you know, bacne can happen even though it's not on your face. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure you've seen some people where their face is completely clear mm-hmm. and their chest is acneic. Yes. They're back. So how about we start about like, what are some of the causes for acne that happens on your back, your chest, your nips, okay, your booty? So 
all of these causes of acne are the same for your face as well. So what I tell my patients, if they are coming in to me to talk about acne, if they have it on their back, face, and chest, all of the treatments are going to be very similar. What it is, it's a buildup of dead skin plus mm -hmm. bacteria plus oil that kind of all come together and clog your pores. When your pore gets clogged, it causes inflammation, which then leads to blackheads, whiteheads, cystic acne, all those different types of acne. But wherever on your back and chest, you might not realize that you have hair follicles in those areas and you have pores. So those are all going to get clogged. They are able to get clogged. In those also, areas. if you think about it, so like you said, you know, the dead skin cells, the oil that happens on your face, but also for you know, 10 hours out of the day, you don't have cloth covering your face like you have cloth covering your ass or your mm -hmm. back or your chest. Yeah. But and now recently. Yes, we're seeing a, a huge influx of maskne, mac acne under your mask. It mm -hmm. just sucks. It's an uphill battle. I'm trying to help a lot of treat it, a lot of people treat it right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like, oh, I work out every day, but I eat a pizza every night. You know, we can clean your face and treat as much as we want, but wearing that mask can still cause breakouts. So we go over that because you can treat your mask knee, your mask acne, the same as your back and chest acne too. Yeah, totally. So um, would you say that like for, for like what causes it, it beyond like dead skin cells and oils, um, hormones? It's mostly genetic. Well, it's genetic. Hor well, hormone and genetic. Okay. You are more prone to get acne when you're a teenager because your hormones are still regulating. Mm -hmm. So testosterone, especially in females, is a huge culp culprit for breakouts and acne what testosterone does it makes your oil extra sticky which clogs your pores more easily Ooh. so sometimes you will see that during your menstrual cycle especially in women a flux in acne you know maybe before your period after your period it's typically when your your testosterone is spiking up and down mm -hmm. there are medications including birth control pills there's another pill called spironolactone that can help regulate the fluxes of testosterone in turn helping your acne yeah, but that's something that you have to get from a provider. You can't get that over the counter. No, those are prescription medications. Yeah. Yes. But it, I think it's a good tip that if you go through all these over the counter and, you know, topical medicines, there are other treatments that you can do if you're finding that correlation with hormones. Yeah. So say you're somebody who has mask knee, but you've never broken out before. Like mm -hmm. you've never experienced pimples before. How should they change up their regimen? When, they ha when they're suffering from the mask knee. So number one, you have to have a clean mask on your face all the time. Let me ask you, how often do you wash your mask? <clears throat> Let me see, do the turn test. Let me see the back of it. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you want to see it? This is the front. Leopard print. And oh, this is it hides it. That's bullshit. <laughs> I know, but you can see like peach and pinky and stuff well, look like at that. Even my so mine's white right here. Yeah. But I put on uh, makeup today because we filmed. But yeah, like that's disgusting. Like yeah. I need to go wash this tonight. Yeah. So if you, you know, you wouldn't rewear, uh, you know, t-shirt a week in a row. Or, or like your, un bra. your underwear. Yeah. Like your underwear. I just flip my underwear inside out. <laughs> it's the eco-friendly way. <laughs> or and then on the third day, I don't wear any. That's air it out? That means I only wear two pairs of underwear because Sunday is the Sabbath, so I don't wear any underwear to be closer to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, no. So, okay, yeah. Okay. I, to answer your question, think no. About, I don't an wash my mask. Exactly. So, think about your mask like underwear. Like, would you own... At this point, I mean, I even held out for so <laughs> So, should long. I have a thanga? Should I have a thong mask? Does that... <laughs> That's like the equivalent of that woman who made a lace, like a cheesecloth I face mask. That. They'd be like, fuck all y'all. I'm going to wear a mask, mask and it's made out of lace. Yes. 
Um, no, don't. So no thongs. You have the thong like in your mouth, like a ball gag or something. Like, ooh, you're a freak. <laughs> okay, so wash your mask. Okay, well, have multiple masks though. Okay, like, are you really gonna wash it every day? No, you're not going to. Or get a disposable. Yeah, get a disposable one. Um, you know, whether it's disposable or cloth, whatever. Either either dispose of your mask every day and get a new one, or wash your mask every day. So most of the most people are gonna have cloth masks at this point. Just get a few of them and have it more in rotation. Okay, yeah. clean mask. Also, you should tr- really try not to wear makeup under your mask because it. Yeah, I, it's pointless. I. It's funny. Even when I wear tinted sunscreen, I'm like, why did I wear the tint? I, I should have done the clear. Same. Because it's just going to rub off on yeah. my mask. It's tough if you are in an environment where you do take your ma- mask on and off for some reason. For me, I'm in a mask from nine to five, like at the office. I don't take it off. So right now I'm just doing my eye makeup, brows and mascara and a little bit of eyeshadow. So no um, makeup underneath the mask yeah that'd be number two um number three is that if you are breaking out you should put a treatment between your skin and the mask some type of antibacterial barrier to prevent those the bacteria from forming under the mask our glycolic pads are awesome for that because it's going to exfoliate the dead skin use the pad to wipe down your face exfoliate the dead skin and it's left a layer of glycolic acid that you leave on and then you'll put a clean mask on top of it so that's the morning routine you cleanse Mm -hmm. glycolic acid yep but because you're wearing a mask, you don't put sunscreen. You can put you. I just stumped you on that one. Yeah. Well, because this is the thing. If you're the type of person who like you put the mask on in the car and you drive to work and you go straight and you don't take it yeah. off, you could get by with just glycolic acid. You could, but something like our on the daily sunscreen is so thin it's and non comedogenic. Like I wear it under my mask, and I'm acne prone. I I think you could wear the right sunscreen under your mask. Sheer thin physical yes so yeah so the glycolic acid pads we sell them they're by the treatment line and they're actually amazing um because they brighten and they're at 10 percent glycolic acid so that means that they're effective enough to do something but not intense enough to hurt yourself or burn yourself so like in office we do glycolic acid peels at like a 35 percent concentration 30 ish something mm-hmm. like that 20 to 30 yeah whereas at home you know, you can't buy 10% glycolic acid pads at Sephora or Ulta. It's yeah. medical grade. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't. And because because of Aaron, you, we can carry it. We can carry medical grade products. So the glycolic acid pads are off the hook. I mm-hmm. think next to the treatment mask, it's probably our best. On the daily, glycolic pads and our treatment mask, um, those are like our top sellers. And with the glycolic pads, what I love about them is that they're super soaked. Yes. So... You get it looks like a little like remember in high school those little oxy pads mm-hmm. you know um, it looks like that and they're super soaked there's 60 pads in one container and there's so much of the product on the pad that what I do is I swipe my face in the morning with one side including the neck so there's enough to get my whole face and my neck and then I even drag it down my chest and then I flip the other side around and I wipe it on my booty mm-hmm. on my cakes you can use it anywhere you're getting body acne. Yes. You can use it on your booty, on your chest, on your back. You can if use you it have, in all those areas. Yeah, if you have somebody who cares about you, they'd wipe your back. But I wipe my own butt with the glycolic acid. But it's the shit because when I was doing spin a lot, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys are guilty of this, but you'll be working out. You'll have a bomb workout and then you go and run errands all day in your sweaty biker shorts. Yeah. And then you break out on your butt. That is a huge culprit is wearing tight clothes in a sw- on your swamp ass mm-hmm. so um because when you sweat 
it produces more bacteria. Mm -hmm. There's like your bacteria now have a little river to swim in and swim all over and the sweat repenetrates back into your skin and you're getting caught with it. I mean, it's not, we're not saying that sweat causes your breakout. No, but occlusive sweat. Yeah. So keeping it sports bras, you might notice you have this T shaped breakout of acne on on your back in the sports bra because you're occluding it. So yes, you definitely want to try to change out of your sweaty clothes as quick as possible. But if you can't at least carry something like the glycolic pads with you, you can go in the bathroom, wipe it down. So at least you put a little barrier on there. You've dried off as much as possible before you can get home and change. Yeah. So that's it's so people often ask like what can I like I just got out of spin but I got to run to Whole Foods. That's when you would suggest Aaron take out a glycolic pad, wipe yourself down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you're not acne prone though, you don't have to do this for everyone. Like if you're not yeah. breaking out with acne after your workout and you do that, don't worry about that, but if you are acne prone, it's a great tip. Yeah. So, I've found that um using the glycolic pads on my booty helps brighten my ass <laughs> but don't get close to like the mucous membranes you know don't get close to your your crack i don't go all up in my crack i don't wipe my butt like after i use the bathroom i wipe just the cheeks just the cakes um, like the little it, booty crease just yes i'm like <laughs> it's funny i'll do it and i'm always like gosh if there was a fly on the wall being like this chick is crazy because i'm talking to myself and i'm like Big old booty, doo-doo. She go booty, doo-doo. Big bright booty, doo-doo. Like I'm hyping myself up by wiping my butt because it helps. Do you really do that? Yes. Because I'm just, you got to sing to yourself in the mirror. And um, so that's how I love it. But I've also told people, you know, like all, a mom will come in and be like, I've heard about these glycolic pads. And I'm like, do you have any teenagers? And they're like, yes. And my daughter, you know, she has breakouts on her back and she plays soccer and like, I don't know what to do. And I'll be like, here, here's the hack. Take that glycolic pad, cut it in half. You take one half, mom. You use one half of the pad on your face and whatever. And then your daughter takes the other half and you could put it on her back Mm -hmm. or you could put it on her chest. Because unfortunately, I've seen it's sad like when women break out on their chest. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't think it's a big deal body acne but it's a huge deal you take wearing a tank top for granted you take wearing a bathing suit for granted but with someone with body acne it's just as embarrassing as someone with bad face acne and body acne is more likely to lead to scarring in a type of scar called a hypertrophic or keloid scar yeah which are permanent and very difficult to treat yeah well i've i've heard that keloids are more prone to people of color people with more melanin or darker skin people Mm -hmm. right but i've also seen on chest of like white people where Mm -hmm. it's lifted raised pillow scars you know any skin type can get it but uh, people of color are more prone to get it it Mm -hmm. usually happens between the nipples and the earlobes front and back why though that's so wild like why that specific part the nipple to the earlobes like not on your ankle or your foot you can get them in those places but it's less common Uh, if you are prone to getting keloids you have to be careful of any type of elective surgery so say if you've gotten keloid from acne in the past if you get a breast augmentation you could possibly get keloids Mm -hmm. so just something to consider talk about anytime you are going to have a procedure where someone cuts into your skin you know, t- just make sure they know that you are prone to keloids. And there's some things we can do to try to prevent them from forming after we do a procedure. Yeah. So um, the ba- so the body acne, it's very traumatizing. It's also, it's heartbreaking. Like back when we had high school dances or like when people had high school dances, like we would have some clients who they were like high school athletes, but there were girls who didn't want to wear backless dresses mm-hmm. or tube dresses or whatever because they had like really bad back knee. So what could an esthetician do? 
any treatment we do to the face, pretty much any treatment, you can do the back and chest. You can get back facials. You can get chest facials. You can get chemical peels on the back and chest. You can even do derma sweep on those areas. Yes. So we still need to do all those things to take care of it with the treatment by doing exfoliation, extractions, helping peel off dead skin that clogs pores. You can do all of that. Yeah. The frustrating part is it just adds up and it does get kind of pricey. You know, if you're doing, that's technically three areas. It would be considered three different facials or I mean, we do give a discount for it, but it's frustrating because it's something that's the thing that I think is hard about acne. It's a medical condition, but I think a lot of people don't think about it as a medical condition. They just mm-hmm. blow it off as it's just acne. You're a teenager grow out of it. Exactly. But when they're getting these horrible disfiguring scars and really helping the, or hurting their emotional state and mental state, I mean, that's just awful. And we should put more effort into helping people who need assistance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, Acne's painful. Mm-hmm. Like it, it beyond the emotional pain, it fucking hurts. Like if you've ever exactly. had a pimple that like you accidentally hit and you like wince and like bend over in pain because you hit your cystic pimple. Think about having forty of those on your back. Yeah, where like if you run up against or you play sports or mm-hmm. somebody punch it or whatever, like you get slapped in the back and and just high school's awful and mm-hmm. you know just like feeling self-conscious because you're growing boobies or a mustache or your voice is changing or balls are dropping and then on top of that you have pimples on your nipples i mean not that high schoolers should be showing their nipples so nobody should be looking at your nipples but just like you know imagine like i just have such a soft spot in my heart for like young people who are just feeling so fucking awkward and not cute or whatever where it's and then they have to be zitty mm-hmm. you know it's so so sad so so if you have someone in your life like that Get him help. I think we talked about this on a previous um, podcast, but take him for in. the teenagers. Yes, get him an evaluation. Uh, but any any age group can suffer from body so, yeah. acne. If you're but not, teenagers are more prone. If you're not bringing in your teenager, bring yourself in. Yes. So you know, here at the treatment, we have PAs at both locations that can offer um, acne consults and mm-hmm. offer suggestions because each consult is a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. Aaron does not slap the same script to every single person like I I remember in the early stages we even had one client who you know she was so frustrated and she had gone through everything and you were trying to like help her get on a treatment plan and it just it's not that cut and dry it's not that straightforward with everybody Mm -hmm. and just because you're a medical professional that doesn't mean all you do is dole out Accutane which you actually don't do Accutane here at the treatment I've personally been on it but like there are different some people have tried things that you wouldn't suggest and vice versa so um, what if somebody's response to like, I don't want to go to an acne consult because she's going to tell me to do something that's not going to work. You just don't know. It's like, if you are motivated enough, you almost, have, you just have to trust the person. Mm-hmm. And I will tell someone that like you could throw a million dollars at acne and there's no guarantee that someone will be able to fix it. And there isn't necessarily a cure for it. There's treatments that we can do to get closer to a cure. You want to find someone that listens to you that understands the treatments you've gone through, but you also have, an, have to have an open mind that you may be put on medications that you've done in the past, but that provider is going to tweak it in a certain way to make things a little bit better. So there are some times where people will come in and they're like, oh, I've tried that, I've tried that, I've tried that, but I talk to them and I will let them know, you haven't tried them all together at the same time, mm. plus introducing medical grade skincare, plus doing facials every three weeks. Like, yes, it's a fucking lot of stuff to do. But how bad do you want it? Exactly. So you have to trust me. And it's going to take us two to three months to see if this is even going to work. And it might not work. And if it doesn't, we kind of have to start from square one again. So yes, it is not an easy solution and there's no guarantees to it. But what I tell people is that 
with the modalities we have at our office, I can get about 80% of people really happy with their skin within three months. That other 20%, I might have to refer them out to a dermatologist for Accutane. They might need some hormonal workups with their gynecologist. They may need to try something different and just need more time on treatments. But Mm -hmm. if you can think about that, like, I have a pretty good shot here, but I got to be patient with it because three months is a long time. Then most people are satisfied with their treatment. Yeah, it's very realistic. Um, So what what if people don't know what Accutane is, just to tell Mm -hmm. them what it is? Accutane is a medication. Was it what it does is that it temporarily shuts down your oil production and change how your body, how your oil glands produce oil. When you don't have the oil, you don't have anything sticky to clog your pores. It's a great treatment for acne. It's been around for 30 plus years, mm-hmm. but it's not very easy to go through. There's lots of things to go through and it's more of a last resort for people. Yeah. Number one, uh, if you suffer from severe cystic scarring acne, then that is more of a direct way to get to Accutane. You can kind of skip all the other stuff because we know other, the other stuff isn't probably going to work for you, so we got to go the big guns. Topical is like a drop in the bucket for a huge volcanic cystic pimple. When you have like a hundred of them oh, and you're gosh, getting kilos. I know, I know. So oh. that's one way. Or if someone has exhausted all their efforts with um, topical prescription medications, mm-hmm. Accutane is another treatment for that. It's a lot to go through because there are potential risks and side effects from it. You have to be seen every month when you're on it. You have to do a pregnancy test when you're a female. You cannot get pregnant when you're a female on it. You um, have to do blood work on it. They check your liver. They check your kidneys. You can get joint pain. Your skin gets really dry. But with someone with very severe acne, it's kind of the, one of the only options that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that everyone with severe acne should go on it, but it's an option that you have and something that you should explore. And if you're to that point, discuss it with a dermatologist. Yeah, that's very important. It's not something, I mean, like I said, we don't offer Accutane at the treatment, but if Erin thinks you're a good candidate, she would refer you out or suggest to explore that with somebody mm-hmm. who could prescribe that because it is very detailed mm-hmm. and invasive. I actually was on it as a 27-year-old, mm-hmm. which is fucking cruel. Like, I thought I would outgrow it. Like, my sister's a derm PA, and I'm like, I'm just going to outgrow this beard, this pimple beard. And finally, you're like, I think I was, like, gallivanting around. I was living in Vegas. I was living in Vegas, and I, like, hit you up, and I'm, like, laying out, suntanning. And I'm like, Aaron, um, I need something for my acne. And you had put me on everything, and you're like, bitch, you got to do Accutane. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Too old for Accutane. What are you talking about? I don't have this side or the other. And you're just like, Megan, you've done everything else. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, just, f- and I was like, I don't want to get a blood test. I don't want to prove I'm not pregnant all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then I finally just surrendered and gave up and did it. And it changed the game. I think I told you too, you must stop sunbathing for six months. Yeah, you told me to stop partying. But I don't know if you stuff. You told me to stop like you're like you can't you can't party, you can't smoke, you can't do any of that shit if I'm gonna put you on Accutane. And I was like, I promise. And I did it begrudgingly, but I was also at Erin Erin, although she's my sister, she was just like, Listen, if you want the results, this is what we're gonna have to try. Mm-hmm. I had done different tretinoin, uh, retin A, I did an oral topical, I'd done the wash, I'd done clindamycin, I all those stinky, nasty things. I did them all and I continued to do them up until my late twenties. And I'm sitting there as a twenty seven year old badass woman, living on my own, you know, like a just a bad bitch. And I'm like I have pimples all over my face. And I'm like, this does not align. You know, like and I did it and yes, I had to take blood tests. I had to get my blood drawn. I had to take quizzes. I had to read this book. I mean, it's a very detailed book that they give you with like cartoons of what your child would look like if you got pregnant on this medicine. Mm -hmm. Like 
it is they want you to promise three times up and down swear on your mama's grave that you will not get pregnant while on acting it is very important it can, can cause severe birth defects if you get pregnant while you're on it, it later on you can still get pregnant and it's totally fine yeah but you know what is crazy you think that's overkill do you know how many people i had to counsel like they didn't understand like you can't have sex like understand like sex makes a baby and you can't make a baby while on Accutane. And I was like, am I in like, you're like 22 years old. Like, am I in <laughs> sex ed? Here? Oh my God. But you kind of have to just be blunt with it. You yeah. know, like are you, you need to be on birth control plus use a condom plus don't get pregnant. Okay. Like you cannot yeah. make a baby right now. They're you like, got it. You need to have him. You need to have your imaginary boyfriend wear a condom. That's how strict we are. Yes. Like the person you're pretending to have sex with in your dreams, make him wear a condom <laughs> because you cannot or get pregnant. What I would do too, is that with my teenage girls, I would, I was like, oh, the nurse is going to take you to get a pregnancy test or, or just go, take you to the bathroom to do a urine test and take her. And then I would like kind of swipe her from the side before they were back in with the parents. Like, yo, are you like sexually active? Because no one says you're sexually active in front of their parents. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to ask you this question in the room. However you answer. But I'm telling you, you got to do this, that and the other. Don't get pregnant. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it is strict because it can, can cause bad birth defects. And you don't yeah. want to do that. And the, per the person prescribing will go in full detail. I mean, they literally sent me you, you sent me home with a manual. Yes. That was like no like chapter 12 don't get pregnant chapter 13 no for reals don't get the pregnant. pills have a pregnant lady with an x through it straight up you guys one. it's like a little pregnant woman like the little emoji and it has an x being like don't get pregnant like no for real for I real like in spanish not even no no seas embarazada or like <laughs> no tengas baby you know don't get pregnant and like it's just it's next level but it was for me the last house on the block mm -hmm. and i'm so happy i did it because i got really dried out because like you said it turned off all the oil production mm -hmm. so my nose got a little crispy the corners of my mouth got crispy did your vagina get crispy and dry it well can. i wasn't having sex remember because i promised the accutane gods i was like i promise accutane i will never have sex ever again and i'm on 18 forms of birth control and i'm immaculate conception so no my my vajayjay i didn't even know what was going on with her down at that time but um <laughs> I drank a lot of water. Like you seriously was like, you need this, you need aquaphor, you need water, and you just need to, you know, just do this. Yeah. And I also, and they have you answer a quiz every time that like re, re, re every month, every month. Yes. Like, are you having suicidal thoughts? Yes or no? Because the mental stuff can be a side effect. Yeah. It's it's in my opinion, it's hard to say. Is it chick? Is it the chicken or the egg? So, um. Uh, a congressman's son committed suicide while on Accutane, which is horrible. He made a big push through legislature, making the connection between Accutane and mental illness. However, kids with horrible acne are prone to depression and yeah, anxiety. And so, did that did that did that unfortunate child have those issues before Accutane? Yeah, you know, sorry. So we definitely do. Well, a dermatologist would screen for those issues. And if you do have any history of that, they would send you out for a psychological evaluation beforehand. Yeah, I personally, my mood was fine. You know, I, I've been on therapy since I was eight. So that most, was nothing new. Most people's moods get, be get better. Yeah, because your skin's clear. Yes. You're feeling yourself. Yes. And you're so you confident. can do that. Bottom line, it doesn't have to be just for your face. If your face is clear and your back acne, chest acne is horrible. If you're starting to get scars, bumpy scars from it. Go get an evaluation. Yeah. Because the, the 
uh, sooner you prevent something from forming, the better it is that um, longer outcome. Yeah, that's right. So people ask me all the time. I mention the word Accutane like under my breath in a story and I get like 18 questions like, Megan, what do you think about Accutane? Should I do Accutane? I'm like, first of all, I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> all I, I did it, but you need to talk to your doctor. Like I'm there. There's a reason why I, you don't just sell these over the counter. You have to speak to a professional because of your lifestyle, mm-hmm. because of your expectations, because of, of what you're currently suffering. You know, like I was not first put on Accutane as a 16 year old. I went through everything else yeah. and I'm so happy. I did it I'm very grateful for my experience because I haven't had breakout since mm-hmm. I mean I've posted my before pictures when my hair was crispy fried I was super tan that's the other misconception is you think that like tanning with a, like a nice suntan will clear your skin up because I mean it, it does it does sometimes but also it can dry out the oil a little bit yeah the the suntan will dry out the oil which will stop the the pimples but it but, can make your scarring look worse yeah so people fail to realize that so you think like getting a nice tan if you have discoloration on your back, it's going to darken yes. the discoloration, the redness, the purple. Yes. And, and it can make it stay longer too. make it stay longer. But also like people of color, you know, they have you you get scars on your back and your chest from acne. And then you think like, oh, a little color. It's fine. I don't need to wear SPF because I have more melanin, you know, but still you're going to want to wear you sunscreen. Protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. The rays are going to going to deepen yeah. the, the discoloration. So, OK, beyond. So if you're acne prone and you work out, glycolic pads are bomb. Mm-hmm. It's great for athletes too. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're just a workout person or a student athlete, it's just easy because yeah. you don't have to wash your face or wash your body. You just wipe it down. Yeah, until you get home and wash your ass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't just go to bed stinking and shit because you use a glycolic pad. You're like <laughs> Megan said, I could go to bed stinking. No. Um, this is another interesting one. What about not wearing backpacks? Like wearing more of like a side, you know, like a crossbody. I think if you were an ultra marathon runner and you're running through camel pack that's like rubbing up and down, up and down. But in general, I I don't think a backpack's really going to cause it. Okay, cool. That's uh, okay. So, um, (laughs) St. Ives. Oh, St. Ives scrub? Apricot scrub. It has salicylic acid in it, though. It has 2%. Should I use it on my ass? No, 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 not at all. Um, Because people think that I'm going to scrub the zits away exfoliation is one of the keys to helping acne. It's also a key to anti-aging, but scrubbing with the wrong thing can just turn up the dead skin cells and reinfect the pimple. So you're, you're scrubbing the dead skin back into the pores, which is only going to make it worse. Mm. And St. Ives uses walnut shells. Like think about a walnut shell. If, would you take a walnut and shell it and rub, rub that shit on your face? No, that's no, abrasive. I'd rub it on my heel. <laughs> I'd rub it on the, my callus, on my cracked heels. You could use St. Ives on your cracked heels. I'll give you that. Or my pots, but my <laughs> greasy pots. My 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 baked on grease. My my lasagna. My leftover baked in lasagna. That's what I'll use the St. Ives on the scrub on. Your on your sponge. No, <laughs> no to strip paint. That's you what I could, could use. Strip paint with it, but don't put it on your face. Don't put it on your back and chest either. You can use you know very fine medical grain micro scrubs, mm-hmm. but that's like once a week when you have acne. And yeah. if your acne is really inflamed, no, you don't even gentle, want to do that. Gentle, 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 gentle. Instead of using a physical exfoliation like a scrub, you can use a chemical exfoliation. So something like alpha hydroxy acid, um, AHA, BHA. It's, you can use a salicylic in a wash. Tretinoin or like a retinol is very helpful for that. So something more on the, you know, quote unquote chemical side versus physical side. Yeah. So for people who don't get that, like I as like a layman so physical is like a literal like physical like a physical piece of something that does the job so a uh, physical in our um buff it up scrub it's a very fine physical um you're physically feels- taking off the dead skin with the 
it's scrubbing it. like a fine it feels like a fine sand mm-hmm. and it's gentle and it's it's good for all skin types but if you're acneic maybe use it once a week i personally use it two to three times a week i love it like around my nose and on my neck and like by my sideburns um but then chemical so there's physical exfoliants like a like an exfoliating micro scrub mm-hmm. and then there's chemical exfoliants which doesn't feel like anything it's no. an acid. It's an acid that's yes. going to break up the dead skin to remove it and the instead most, of scrubbing it off. And the most common acid used for acne is salicylic. Salicylic, salicylic acid, glycolic acid, benzoyl peroxide. Yeah. Ba- benzoyl peroxide more, is more of an antimicrobial, but yes. So people will look, people who are like listening to this and they're going into their shower right now and they're throwing away their St. Ives. Um, Good job. Looking at their face wash, what should they look at? If you are acne prone and do not, have sensitive skin this is a loaded question because everyone's different um (laughs) (laughs) corner me i I want you you to say something wrong so the trolls can come after us and be like erin is a fucking idiot she told me to use this for acne so that is how different it is if you have acne you might have oily skin you might have dry skin i'm going to treat you completely differently wow let's go over just uh, normal to oily skin something with salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide in your wash Mm -hmm. i prefer a non-scrub non-bead wash in general, if you have a little bit of inflammation in your skin. Yeah. Yeah. So general rule of thumb, like don't don't think you're going to scrub the zits away. No. And That's it's really aggravating. we sell really great high quality medical stuff. But if our, our face washes are about 30, 30 to 40 dollars and that mm-hmm. can be expensive for somebody on a budget. So if you're going to skimp anywhere, drugstore cleansers are OK. You know, yeah. if you're a teenager and you need to get that over the counter salicylic acid, benzoyl peroxide wash, that is totally fine and we can have you spend money on treatments that are really going to help your acne more so by a professional like yes. a, and a, if even if you come to us i will tell you that like you tell me aaron i'm on a budget i can't afford that stuff that's cool like i can help you f- yeah. find what you need to fix everything yeah totally that's i mean people are like oh no you need this system or you need this kit we talk about this all the time I like know. if you're honest with oh. us and you're like you know it took me a while to get to the point of doing a consult with you because I'm I'm really really on a budget. I have no job or I have children and I just really need help. Aaron will happily tell you how to buy something drugstore and then maybe save up for an in-person chemical peel mm-hmm. to help with the scarring or or to do an acne facial or something like that. So would so if somebody has our face wash for instance, the so fresh and so clean face wash, which is a salicylic acid wash, could they put it like on a washcloth and then wash their butt? Yes, or? you can absolutely wash any part of your body that's breaking out with acne. Anything with salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide, you don't want to get like in like the vaginal the area. Yes. Uh oh. Medical vaginal. <laughs> Slang. I'm like, coochie. coochie. <laughs> La chocha. Don't put it in your chocha. You don't want to put it there, but you can put it on on your backside. Yeah. No mucous membranes. No mucous membranes. That's a great word, isn't it? It's disgusting. Mucous membranes, (laughs) but I know exactly what it means. Nowhere there's no mucus. Don't put your stuff there. But you can put it on your back and chest and your booty too. Yeah. Put it everywhere. Yeah. And I actually, that's a good point. Do you put it on a loofah? Do you put it on a washcloth? I actually prefer just to use your hands. I know some people are like very pro washcloth, anti washcloth. If you just lather it up and rub it on your back, chest, booty. I would just think that'd be less, that'd be more of a gentle approach. Because if you use a loofah, that's still, that's like a mechanical exfoliation. Yeah, but are you almost. washing your loofah every day? Yeah, that's true. I mean, washcloth. Throw it in with your mask. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's right. That's why washcloths are great. You buy those yeah. 20 packs off of... Washcloths instead of loofahs. But I honestly think it's the the chemical of the salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide that's breaking things up that yeah. you can do. One so, other thing we didn't touch on, though, for body acne is actually hair. You might have noticed this in some areas that have 
more hair bearing areas. Like some people have more of like a hairy booty. Mm-hmm. You can actually do laser hair removal in those areas because larger hairs are more likely to get bacteria to trap trapped in them. So wow. if you are experiencing a lot of bake breakouts in your bikini area, ingrown hairs, inflammation around the hair called folliculitis, getting rid of the hair gets rid of the problem a lot of the time. So it can greatly yeah, reduce so it. So what about the p- people who get it on their neck, you know, like up at their hairline at their neck? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't remove the hair there, right? Yeah. But we would do use different products. There's actually sh- some shampoos you can use. And oftentimes we would utilize oral antibiotics to decrease the inflammation from inside to mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. Because the hair follicles... Anything that involves the hair follicles can be a little bit more difficult to treat and oftentimes requires systemic oral medications to improve it. Yeah. Well, that's good to know because, I mean, I would just think that you'd want to get rid of, you know, your booty hair just because, I mean, I welcome it. Normalized butt hair. Because you your hide butt, it? Your bear's a little. a little fuzzy. I like bears. So don't be embarrassed about your back hair or your butt hair, no. you know. But your back knee, you know, that is painful and it can yes. be treated and, you know, so if you are a parent or an auntie or an uncle who has younger children in their life who you notice when you see them, they're breaking out and you feel like they're getting a little shy or self-conscious, like. Don't ask them, what's wrong with you? Yeah, maybe I like pull aside the parent and be like, hey, like, I know this really dope place in Southern California. Yeah. It, or mm-hmm. like, what kind of insurance do they have? Like, if you're not in California and you're listening to this somewhere else, you know, find them to see like a dermatologist just beyond just like their, their, um. Their GP or whatever, you know, somebody who could specifically target it because you think it's not a big deal. Or what I hate to hear is like, I went through it. They can go through it. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, it was also the fucking 70s where you didn't have TikTok and Instagram, you know, like it was a way different time then. You could have a pimple and nobody knew about it. Nowadays, you know, your tampon strings hanging out and the entire middle school knows. That's so sad. It's oh. it's awful. That's why I have an IUD in. I am not having children. I love them, but it's just I can't bear the weight of of having a little baby, you know, just having like a teenage girl like cry because she's breaking out mm-hmm. or having a high school boy nervous to take his shirt off at the pool party because he has pimples mm-hmm. on his back. And oftentimes your teenager will tell you it doesn't bother me and pry a little bit more because most likely it does. I mean, yeah. I would even have... Um, one of the questions I would ask my teenagers when I saw them more heavily when I worked in dermatology, I would ask them straight up, like, does this bother you? Because sometimes if mild acne doesn't bother the teenager, they're not going to do the regimen. So you have these overbearing mothers being like, he won't put on his medicine. I'm like, he has three pimples on his back. Like, if it doesn't bug him, are you going to put it on his back every day? Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I press, like, does it bother you? And they're like, yeah, it really bothers me. It just dig a little bit deeper to see and like to help them out. Like, in reality, if you had 40 pimples on your back do you really think you'd be okay with it like yeah as really? an adult like really? you would would you feel confident in wearing a tube top or wearing a tank to, or going to the beach yeah. and feeling like as totally much confident? as yeah, confident you think your kid is like just help them out yeah yeah so that's great stuff so i hope if you have a teenager you can spread this information to them or if you have any teenagers in your life but also if you are suffering from mask knee back knee butt knee and chest knee and nipple knee <laughs> Pimples on my nipples. If you got pimps on your nips, <laughs> j- there is a solution. We didn't even talk about that. Is that from like breastfeeding? Oh, no. I mean, have you ever, you can get hair on your nipples. Yeah. And it's more so when the hair follicle gets inflamed. Yes. So you can actually, I've done a lot of laser hair removal on areolas. On nips. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's an, you need a big laser for mine. <laughs> you, It'd be you like. You move it. You encircle them. You don't have to like. <laughs> Stamp it or something. 
Um, sounds like it hurts. Yeah. Well, like not as much like a nipple piercing or something. Oh gosh, I know. When I see, I feel so old. Do you like so, all the young girls have get nipple piercings now? I just learned this for some of my younger staff. Yeah. It's like it's because it shows you're an undercover common. freak. But I'm, I'm like, oh, you think that's anymore. freaky? Get your clip pierced. <laughs> <laughs> nip pierces nothing as freaky as getting your thingy thingy. I just down think there. about later on when you have kids and you're breastfeeding, like the nip, <laughs> the milk spills. It's going goes through goes the, the nipple hole. <laughs> you know, like your belly button hole. I, I didn't know. I never had my belly button pierced, but like when there's pregnant, a hole there. Yeah. Like the hole doesn't go. That's why I'm kind of a freak because like I don't have any tattoos or piercings because I see the ramifications of it, yeah. like all the shit left over. Like I don't want to hold my belly. That's button. why I have a tattoo on a place on my body that doesn't stretch, Aaron, on my arm. Your tattoo is holding up really good. I know. We'll have to talk about more about tattoos and how the ink breaks down, but your tattoo is very clear. Ah, that's a great topic. Huh. Okay, we'll guys. Well, to I gotta go. So <laughs> sorry, and I'm holding you from your social <laughs> I got, engagement. I got places to go. Uh, I got people to do. All right, I, I'm gonna do one more layer of sage in this bitch before yes, we go. Yes. I need extra energy to go away. Yeah, and if you guys find that you're suffering from your um, your booties popping and not in a good way it's pimple popping just try these tips and tricks wash your ass use glycolic pads don't, don't put sit, on makeup yeah don't sit in your biker shorts all day long you know like put a barrier in between it and um, yeah and see a professional if it's really getting out of hand but um, we hope you guys learned something from this and make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and then also or rate us too on Apple rate and us, then please. follow us on Spotify every Thursday we have something for you guys so Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye.